Yeah, that's, uh, I've been trying, every year I make this uh, resolution that I will make sure that the whole entrance of the driveway is plowed. No, that's And it fails every year. It's hard, I, I really do try by the way. The other day I saw the uh, truck with the front plow clean up our front entrance. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh, they did they that, are right? coming. Yeah. Well, I think they do it usually when they scrape it right down because they realize people can't shovel or snow blow great big chunks of ice. I mean, because sometimes like, we've had chunks of ice that are, you know, heavy and thick. And... Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, the temperature today is minus seven, which is not that bad. Yeah. This is not unbearable. We just had a week. It's a great day. We had a week. Oh, did we have a week of cold temperatures? Yes. Uh, of like... Poor Dave. You had to go to school. I have to go to work. It's my job. <laughs> it's not that bad. Isn't that cold? Yeah. It's not. No, but you drove me two days. Yeah. In. Then I couldn't. Well, it's not that big a deal. I had other things to do. Yeah. When it's minus 30 out, like when you wake up and you look at the weather, it says minus 34. And again, I've said this before, but it, that's not with the wind chill. No, no, it's just minus 34. That's I had cold. my first day of not doing much of anything. Yes. But I still had lots to do on Thursday. Right. In in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been doing that, you your program and all that stuff. Yeah, and um, emails have taken a lot of my time. <laughs> Welcome to my world. This, uh, <laughs> show coming. Yeah. Right, so Thursday. Next, next Thursday. Or this Thursday coming. This Thursday coming. You've got a show to go to uh, that you're running at 180, 180 projects. Yeah. 180 projects. An art installation. 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 <laughs> We're instilling. We're instilling art. Fear into people. <laughs> uh, right, you got that coming up. talk about the thing oh yeah okay. um okay so That's some time ago in September I called people at organizations to say hello here I am um, Sault Ste. Marie francophone visual artist what do I do <laughs> help me <laughs> Somebody help me. I'm yeah. living with a sarcastic <laughs> asshole and a crazy autistic person. Help me! And, you know, like, everybody was trying to <coughs> to help in some degree, sure. but they can't really, so... Yeah. Um, I called the OAC as well, mm -hmm. and I had, like, a very awkward phone call where I was asking, what do you think... I should do like what's the how how can I start my career as an artist? What what are some models? Right. And they weren't able to help me much with my questions, really. Sure. It was probably an unfair question to ask. Might have been. Yeah. But in retrospect, it was. It is my question. No, it's a, it's also a fa it's a fair question to ask. It may not be a fair to ask the question of, of that. Set it of is your it is this person's way of entry is like that. This person's way of sure. entry is like that. Sure. I get that. Not everybody is going to go at it. Oh no, no there's not one the career same path, way. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there must be some sort of uh, general. Not method, but general pattern. Pattern, yeah, yeah, general pattern that um, individual professionals in in my kind of capacity would follow. Yes. So anyway, right, I, I I thought I'd ask the question, and um, so I I spoke to a man in Ottawa who is with a an organization called Bravo. And it's 
des artistes visuels de l'Ontario. Right. So it's a visual arts society yeah professional society organization yep. you, you get a membership that sort of thing yep and uh, they promote artists and they have a little magazine that they print mm. and send to their members talking about different ways different approaches to having a studio right uh, ways to uh, write a grant that some some generalities about grant writing this mm -hmm. kind of stuff mm -hmm. so I spoke to him and uh, I wanted sort of a kind of a general just a just a hello um, I'm starting my professional career what would you recommend but he said uh, he turned around and said I need to develop two axes, the west-east axis and the north-south axis for shows and for modes of delivery. Okay. And I need to uh, find a quick international um, place for our artists to show. And Michigan would be the entryway to that. So he's interested in Sault Ste. Marie for that reason. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's totally valid, but... So I talked to him a little bit about 180 projects. I told him that where we were, that we had a Compass grant to start organizing ourselves. We were a group of artists that got together and started trying to keep the gallery open mm -hmm. and shows and stuff I said I have a show <laughs> so okay so then I started being the go-between yeah. the point of contact yeah. between Andrea who was in residencies all over the world she was on sabbatical, so yep. very difficult to contact her, very difficult to email with her. Yep. And she's busy with her various things. Things. Yep. Traveling and all that. Mm -hmm. And I have Eve who's proposing this and that and this and that and I'm go I'm trying to give him as much as I can. Sure. I don't want to discourage this because it's an all French uh, exhibit with 10 videos. Mm -hmm. All my group doesn't speak French, so when I shared documents with them, they couldn't understand them, so they didn't know right. much of, of anything about the show itself. Uh, but it's a very valid show with five Franco Ontarian artists and five recently immigrated uh, Canadians from mm -hmm. West African countries right. that are francophone. Right. Your Niger's, your Chad's, your what have you's. Yes. 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 So, Malawi. Um, it's 10 artists that have done videos mm -hmm. about in French and about different things that I don't know yet. Like I read the paper that Eve wrote which is in this sort of high diction style of a little bit like an, an, an uh, uh, you know the noble savage this thing where mm -hmm. you sort of put rose colored glasses on and you view this other yes. culture through yes that's Jean-Jacques Rousseau you know, this sort of yeah. Yeah. yeah, orientalism, but Africanism, yeah. I guess, for us, uh -huh. the, the, the mystical yes. Africa. Yes, people so do that all the time with other things, yes, you're right. You know, this poetic yeah. kind of, uh, anyway, that that is still, that is sweet and all of this very cool and everything, sure, sure. but in the language it's just kind of, it's too high diction, it's, okay. you know, like it, it's it's not peppered by, or not, I mean, uh, 
I know what you mean. Uh, tampered by yeah. uh, a more real, I don't know. Anyway. No, I know what you mean. Um, I know you, so you, you've described it perfectly for me anyway. That's all I had for, to go for. Um, and I am sure that the videos don't necessarily translate what Sure, Eve because wrote. that's what he wrote and that's, he didn't do that's the other work. Yeah, yeah. His, his, it's his good heart speaking. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Sure. Anyway. Yeah, there's no malice there, obviously. No, no, no. no. It's I, I, quite I, the opposite. I know exactly what you mean. I, <laughs> I literally know exactly what you mean. So it's not like you're saying anything bad there. I mean, so... Sometimes I do that, too. Like, when I'm I a little bit naive yeah. about the culture, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so they don't have... They're coming. Yeah, they're coming. They That's sent true. us the 10 videos. Yep. The 10 video screens. Pretty amazing. But they have the mounts, so the, the two artists uh, are coming. Okay. And they're paying for everything. They're paying their artist fees, everything. Really? All they want from us it's is to be to there yeah. with our tools, ready to help ready them. Ready to work. Right. And welcome them. But all of this has meant a lot of work for I, me. Yeah. Um, a lot of the unpaid advertising, work. advertising, yeah. posting, writing. Like, how are you going to present this? You know, like, I, I'm not close to the African uh, community here in Sault Ste. Marie. There's an I African community French. in Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah. There is a little one. Sure, of yes. course. Yeah. Well, there's students. I teach French, but I am in my own world yeah, of a course. lot of the time. Of course. And um, I've had, I've had uh, students, like, I remember buying uh, special foods in... In Montreal, I went to all kinds of weird, like, mm -hmm. little delis to pick nice. up a few things because yep. the African students right. were, that. yeah, 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 was very yeah, yeah. feeling, um, you know, hard. Uh, right. Because it's longing for his cooking and, yeah. like, cooking food is hard when you hear yeah, another I, I country. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, I can't. It's. So anyway, never having been through that, yeah. But that was three, four years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. And, and the the students change all the time. That's right. And so it's different deal. I don't have a consistent yes uh, relationship yeah. with that's right. You know. So anyway, um, Eve went and got uh, those contacts. Contact info and for you. I went and met uh, a nice lady downtown. Mm -hmm. They're coming. It's awesome. And we don't have a good way to explain where to park. No. It's not in our uh, Facebook page. Our website is really sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah it's yeah. great that it's there. That it exists. No, I, I know what you and mean. And it meant a lot of work. Yes. You know? So all this means a lot of work. Yes. And, um, so it's been like pretty crazy for me. You've had a crazy week. Crazy few days. Trying to, you know, use what we have and not not be not 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 be um, upset or you know be as transparent as I can when I can't do something or when when Andrea says I can do this or other people can do this. Yes, but we have to ask them and. And if they can't, then I prefer being ready for yeah, it to happen. I got you. I got than, you. Than just, than just me not doing it. Yes. You know? like, yes, exactly. So, I understand. Um, but I, when I'm done this, I will be done it. You know? <laughs> no, it'll be an experience that you'll you'll get I something out of the experience want to too. Get it done. Yes, I understand. And for it to be the point of. The first francophone show in Sault Ste. Marie, yes. you know, that I can think of. Sure. But I can't, like, I was going to talk to Michael, Michael Birch and ask him if he knows of any other French show, the visual, right. visual show. Like, there's been a little bit of theater here and there. Mm -hmm. There's been maybe music. Probably. Uh, you know, um, the Centre Francophone does La Saint Jean Baptiste, but there is, a, there hasn't been a, a French visual, visual art show. Art yep. show no, it's great. I think it's very cool. So, I'm trying very hard to work on this. All right.
So, you got your phone? Okay, I'll, I'll meet you. Are you going to go to your coffee shop or something? Or? Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Scott's and Okay, go. and I'll um, text you or whatever. Okay. 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 Let's grab the bags here. What in the hell? You know, with all this education, I think I'd know how to pick up a shopping bag. Just saying. Make sure I've got... Just let me make sure I got my wallet and stuff. Yeah, I do. And my keys, yes. All right, see you in a bit. are um, pushing those carts in the, in the snow. I'm sorry. Dude. No, 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 don't be sorry about anything. I'm sorry about it. It's very heavy. I'm saying that pushing the cart in the snow is one hell of a workout. Mm -hmm. Holy Christmas. 
it wouldn't think you wouldn't think it, but it is true that it's lots of stuff. Holy jumping. Anyway, it's all done. So yes, you know. <coughs> the thing you were saying about your the show coming, I was more asking you about those are good stories to let you continue. I'm gonna let you finish. Hmm. But the story I was more thinking about is what you're going to be doing soon. Oh yes, yes. Are you allowed to talk about that? Is what I was saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna give any particulars. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Going to Toronto uh, to work on a jury. Yeah. With the Ontario Arts Council. Yeah, and that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, pretty soon. Pretty soon. So, You're the rural juror. <laughs> the rural juror. <laughs> yes. And uh, I have a show approved in Blind River. Yep. Which is also kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking to Michael Birch at the cafe. Yeah. That's why uh, I'm late yeah, picking he, you up. I know. I asked he texted Michael, me. when was the last show that he could think of? Right. That had significant francophone participation. Yeah. Yes. And he said, so what are French said, people? Um, and she's getting up to your level. This significant, big. Nice. It's probably worth $100,000 to $200,000. Is she old or dead? I think she's still around, okay. but she's in her 90s, oh. I think, now. So it's hard for her to enjoy the money. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Um, a lot of these um, old artists now are, and the women especially, are finally like being talked about right. nationally yep. now. Yep. Yep. So getting recognized. It takes all this time, I guess, for some, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, that's why, you know. I would just wanted a reference, a point of reference to say that, you know, um, on Thursday to introduce this show. Yes. And talk about its significance because of my memory, I couldn't think of a francophone show in the past 15 years, for sure, sure. that I have been here. Yep. And uh, talking to Michael, he, he, his mind quickly, right away, went to this Sans Demarcation thing in 1987. Okay. There might have been a few other things in the 90s, and... Okay. The collection certainly has uh, francophone, uh, I mean, artwork made by My francophones. Yes, yes. But sure. um, I'm talking about like an actual presence of yeah. a francophone speaking French, presenting their work in French. Yes. The work is in French, it has a French title, you know, like this, this stuff. Yes. It's, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to use 1987 as the, the point in time yes. that separates these and two. And you could also say, I mean, this is 
French for aimed at the Francophone community, mm-hmm. right? So servicing your own community yeah. rather than as a curiosity to the Anglos who wanted to ban French. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 1990. Well, or say, Michael Birch stirring the pot, as he called it. Right. Uh, by showing he would like. he was quite good friends with many francophone artists so sure he you know he he was part of of the scene of the art scene yes uh, in a broader sense outside of Sault Ste. Marie yes this this exhibit is um, it's artists from Ottawa and from all over the world yeah really like they're yeah. African, West African, so yes. then they're coming here. Yes. And this other thing that he's talking about, it was five five Francophone artists from Quebec pairing up with five Anglophone artists from Ontario mm-hmm. and they did the show bilingually. At oh, the you know, I I, I in 87 I think I've heard of this somehow and I don't know why because I don't know I don't follow art yeah I like your stuff everything else is crap um (laughs) but I'm gonna check it I vaguely remember this okay I vaguely I don't know why I think it could have been I mean of course because of language politics and all that and politics politics and fucking Beach Lake and all that which was going on at the time Beach Lake was going on yeah. when? oh that's about 87 to 90 so there you go all the way till Michael thought all, all, it was all, all, later but that's, no, no, I may be that's wrong. it I may be wrong I, I think it's in the first no no Michael was running. wrong he thought that the resolution the resol- happened earlier no. in Sault Ste. Marie than did. No, I don't think so. I think I'm it was just gonna check on all those dates. You check all that while I go by, by to, the, to the liquor store. Where I go by to the liquor store. I can't even talk. I have lost the ability to speak. Okay, so I will be right back. Don't. Okay. Wallet keys. Okay, good.
Debit, please. Good. Awesome. Go with your seat. I'm good. Thanks. All right. The guy in front of me got a box. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I put this. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Now. I know you probably don't know who this is, but the guy, the, the guy who was the checkout guy in the liquor store looked like Mark Andreessen, the founder of Netscape. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, which, I, like I said, I realize that means nothing to you. But it would be sort of like have the money have fallen because he's, however, he's a billionaire and uh, it's probably not him. He's also Mark Andreessen's taller than that. But yes. The, uh, so, uh, update on my, uh, my window so I go to I go in on Monday because remember last time I talked about this so I went in on Monday and my furniture had been all moved in my office to like cornering me off into a little tiny space a quarter of the size of my office and they'd taken out the trim around the old windows but not even put in the new windows yet yeah Tuesday they had put in the new windows now, yeah. admittedly, it was minus 30 overnight on these nights, so, you yeah. know. Uh, Wednesday, they... I don't know if they did anything <laughs> Tuesday to Wednesday, because I, I didn't notice any big changes. Like, it was like... Um, they might have done some, like, trim, mudding. Mm -hmm. Thursday, they'd done more mudding and very sloppily. Uh, and I don't know what they did Friday, because... I didn't have to go in yesterday, so I was I did stuff at home and marked some tests. Uh, so who knows? I don't know if they're working over the weekend. Uh, so maybe I'll be able to actually have my stuff back where I want it on Wednesday or on Monday. I, I, I somehow I doubt it, but it would be nice if I could because right now it's very uncomfortable in my office. Uh, one of my colleagues came in. <laughs> she's got a sort of a central desk and then a desk in a, win in a window area. The desk in the window area was removed so they get to the window and all of her stuff was just piled on her desk so she couldn't work. <laughs> they also haven't put any um, window shades down. So, and because it's been sunny and cold and snowy, it's very bright. It was so bright that you, 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 like I could hardly see. <laughs> so it's been quite interesting. It's been quite uh, something. I hope they get it done just in time for us probably to move to the new building. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the update on uh, my windows. Uh, if you would, that's uh, Windows 19 is the new edition. And they aren't tinted, which is too bad because the other ones were tinted a little bit. Now it's really bright, so bright that I don't need my lights on, but also so bright that I can't see. So did you find anything out? Did you look anything up? I think it's uh, probably. I haven't had the oh, time okay. To I, th send I thought that's me. Ah, uh, yes. You're you're an incredibly busy woman. Yeah, it's just things are coming. Yeah, coming at you fast and furious. Eh? Yeah. No, it's crazy. You just have to stay on top. Stay on top. Yeah, well, you've done, a, you've done a pretty good job so far. Oh, you know. Not that things. Yeah.
this shitty road, yeah. And it was a guy. It was a guy in a in one of those little uh, what do you call it? I don't know. Scooter. Scooter. scooter? Like um. Like a mobility not, scooter. Not, uh, no, yeah. it's not. It's not a Vespa. <laughs> it's he's not Sting in Quadrophenia. Uh, yeah, and there's this guy here on a bike, like a regular bike. There was a woman the other day on her on her fat tire bike, her yep. winter bike, in minus twenty five. Oh, I saw a guy. Uh, yeah, on the bus. He got on. Um, I think he was going up here to Belarusian actually. Yesterday, and it wasn't minus 20 yesterday, and uh, he got on, he got off over here, and you know, he rode. So, I mean, he was, and he had been riding, it was obvious he had been riding. Yeah, I wouldn't be, uh, I would rip out biking right now. Though I had a dream about biking the other day, that's how much I miss it. <laughs> I actually just, like, I'm now dreaming about getting back on my bicycle because it's been a while, but yeah. No, I know. It's, uh, people are crazy. People are crazy. Oh, I saw a guy before, too, on one of those electric bikes, one of those e-bikes. Uh, just, uh, on our way up here. With those stupid little tires. Yes. Riding around on, like, McNabb. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, really, take the bus. That can't be good. That's all I'm saying. It just, it can't be good. because no one else has been in the car since yesterday so unless people are breaking into our car and just sitting in it and changing the seat that seems unlikely and we met a guy across from across the street because we left our trunk open the other day and he came and knocked on our door that was funny he's like you know nobody here says anything and no one knows anybody so I said I know when that guy came to the door mm-hmm he said, you know, I've, I've seen you guys for years. I said, you know, that's what I said. It's nice to meet you, and we should hang out or something sometime. You spoke a good guy. Because <laughs> it's true, I find, that as a rule, people on our street, like, we know Doug and Donna next door, right? Like, enough that we talk to them, and we, we've helped them with things. They've helped us with things. And when yeah. They, when Donna has a... That's pretty much... When there's a computer problem with Donna's computer, with her Mac, because Doug is a Windows guy, I go over and help her. Yeah. You know? But that's the only people we really know. Yes. Right? Uh, I kind of know the guy that lived down a couple, two doors down, but he died. That mm. guy, John Poitras, that was a student, former student. Yeah. But, and then that's, that's roughly it. I mean, yeah. You know? The woman next door, the other side. She's so old. Yeah, but she sometimes gives me a ride. Yes. And I don't know her name, and I, I feel stupid. I can't now say I've lived here 14 years. What's your name again? Yeah. Woman who gives me rides all the time, like a couple of times a year, and she'll say things like, "So how's John? He's doing yeah. okay. Uh, what about Madeline? She's in graduate school, right? It's like, how do you know these things? Like she's plugged in somehow. Yeah. You know. And we knew Sue when she lived there, because John did his daycare there. Yeah. And her husband, whose name I now forgot, but, um... Yes. Uh, who had, uh... But that, that's it, like... Yeah. That's weird, we don't know anybody. We've lived on the street longer than most mm. people who live on the street, really, probably now, at this point. You know, um... At this point, we're amongst the... The more veteran the people on the street. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's been a lot of younger couples move in with kids and things, like, it's so... Kind of, uh, Yeah, so if you if you if you have, if you're on your third kid or you got two mm-hmm. kids that are like you can't it will be tough having three kids in our in our house. Yeah. She raised five kids. Five. Donna. Donna and Doug had five kids. Yeah. I said I remember I asked Doug once, what's, what's that like? He goes, What's it like? They share a room. <laughs> but you know, it's funny, when I was young up until we moved to London, I always shared a room with my brother. Dan and I had a bedroom. It was just the way it was. There was the boys' room, Stephanie's room, you know, 
and we had like uh, we had bunk beds for a while then we had uh, beds beside each other but they might have been the bunk beds just taken apart I don't know doesn't matter people used to do that and now they don't you know people want it's the world's changed somehow but yeah yeah so there's a there's turnover in our neighborhood yeah you're right so we're probably more the yeah, veterans or whatever you want to call us anyway he seemed like a really nice guy We had left the uh, the back open after I got the wine for your opening out because you came in and said to me, "Do you think wine will? Can I leave wine in the, fr- in, the in the car? Will it freeze?" And I said, "It'll freeze." So you better go get it. <laughs> It'll and freeze. The back, and you left the, the back open. open. Yeah. And he said it been out like that for an hour. <laughs> and he thought he tried calling. I guess he did some reverse lookup. And he <laughs> said, and some French lady answered. And I went, "Well, you know." <laughs> But it wasn't that he got to our answering machine thing, like our answering thing, because I would have got a notification on my phone. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't know who he dialed. Yeah. But he dialed someone who's French. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, and then I, I, I said, oh, but she speaks perfect English, so it's, it's not her. Um, so we came over. It's just, it was funny. But it was nice. Somebody did something nice, you know. Like, I don't know. For example, if it's windy and it's after garbage day and I'm on my way home, I will pick up people's garbage cans. If they're, you know, knocked over. And I I sit there thinking, why hasn't anyone else done this? This must have been lying here a while. And people do walk around. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a hero, but I really am pretty great. But... I'll just pick up somebody like it's like well and the lid is in the middle of the street I better put it back over here because yeah. and I don't know why people don't do that yeah. I really don't I, it's weird to me I, it's like well uh, I don't want to get involved what if the police are called <laughs> I can understand people oh yeah it's just uh, some years ago there was a, a lot of there were a lot of the houses for sale yes I would say maybe five six years ago yep that brought in new families, but some of these families are all already split up. Uh, Donna is attuned to the street. She That's right. Street. That she does know everyone on the street. She knows all of them. She knows yeah. everybody and who they are and what they do. Yeah, it's true. I think that makes people kind of keep to themselves. Because <laughs> Donna knows everything about them? No, no. Having a split up Oh, I think that happens. Situation. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's probably true. The ones like in front of us, they're older too. But they're they must have a cottage somewhere because they're he's got a great big truck so mm-hmm. um, and they're always kind of tending the lawn very very well but they don't talk much right. once they give us wood from a tree they cut um, oh okay and, yes uh, that's right. once I had snow kind of pushed closer to there and the guy there was just worried about it he didn't want to give snow uh, shoveling to his wife that sort of thing yeah, yeah. so he was just worried about that but yeah, yeah. that's the only contacts i've had with yeah. our neighbors across the street there was one guy lived like three doors down i talked to one night he was a francophone guy oh. Dan- danielle Oh. And I talked to him one night. Remember, I went for a walk, and I just talked. I met this oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think they moved away. Okay. Um. But because uh, I talked to him for like half an hour that night, we yeah. talked about hockey. Yeah. You know, because he saw I was wearing a Montreal Canadiens hat, and he's. Huh? And also, he was. There was something going on with his truck. Yeah. So I was out there. I was. I was on my way home, and I said, "Need yeah. a hand," and it went from there. And I heard his accent, and we started talking and such. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't, it's not, I don't know. It's not that I don't want to know people, mm-hmm. but I also don't go out of my way trying to know people. I'm not like you. You're the kind of person who's like, well, we should, I want to know people. And well, I'm like, I don't really like people. I wouldn't go out of my way, no. No, but no. like, you try to meet people. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying well, on the street, I'm saying in the world. In the world, yeah. I, I don't. Think it's, People. If I hadn't, like Donna and Doug, I did not know their last names for a long time. I don't know the last name. What's the last name? Uh, Barber. Barber. And I probably, uh, if I thought about that, if you gave I me a local choice, I would have that. But I was worried about Doug. Yeah, because he's been sick. Had, yeah. 
He's been sick. Cancer. Yeah, he's been sick. So, um, I wanted to know how he was doing, and Donna brought me a card when I graduated. She did, which was really nice. I, I don't know how she found out. I think I told, I told her. I told her. Because I said, like, I told her that, that so my mom cute. was coming. And all that. No, they're really nice neighbors. They're good people. Yeah. They're superb. Like, That's they're, why we stay, basically. I, I think, like, this is why I want to stay, because of our neighbors. Oh, they're, they're nice people. They're super people, you know? They're they're uh, pleasant, and they'll do anything for you. I'll, I, I figure, okay, the house is small, but once three it's of us. paid off, yeah. it'll be paid off. Once it's paid we off. You can yeah. change it with for Jonathan. If need be, yeah. Whatever. Yep. Adjust it. We'll yeah. wait for what happens with Maddie. Yeah, exactly. See where she ends up. And then... And then we'll go from there. When she's established somewhere. Yeah. Move closer. We can retire. But yeah, uh, I've probably told the story before of when, you, when, when Doug put in the new fence between our two yards and you said... Uh, you know what? And you went and said to Doug, well, we'll chip in some money and Dave can give you a hand. And Doug said, nah, it's okay, I got it. And then you said, but no, we can, we'll, we'll pay for it, you know, our share. And Doug just said to you, you don't want to know how much this costs. That's all he said. It was not like, oh, sure, give me 500 bucks or give me 200 bucks. It was like, you don't want to know how much this costs. Like, that was just a really nice thing for him to say. It's like, no, I'm doing it, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. Unlike when we put the back fence in, the guy across the way there, in the back, yeah. he came out and he was like, uh, well, I see you're putting the new fence in. I said, yeah. He said, well, it is your fence. So he was proactively saying, I don't want, I'm not going to give you any money, don't ask me. That's what he was doing there. Well, it is your fence. I guess you can do whatever you want. It's like, yeah. And I was thinking, why is he saying that? He's saying that to say to me, I am not paying for your wall. He was like Mexico to Trump. So, and then <laughs> I told that to Doug. And Doug said, that sounds like him. I've known him since high school. Guy's an asshole. <laughs> I just can't imagine Doug in high school. Just tough, tough guy Doug in high school walking around going, oh, a bunch of jerks. I really think Doug and my father would have gone along. It's too bad that uh, they never actually met. I think they would have really liked each other. Because Doug can also do anything. He's got that dad kind of thing. Yeah. And like anytime he sees me doing anything, when I was building the front steps there about three years ago, he comes in and goes, you know, Dave, I've got a new one of those impact drivers. I said, so do I, Doug. Well, if you need anything, I said, no, I, I'm, I'm good, thanks. He really wanted to just, oh, there's tools. Tools? I want to use tools. <laughs> All right. Well, we should uh, go in the house. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week.
sweet.